Welcome to Keeping It Real. Hi, my name is Felix Hubble and I'm a programmer with SFF. This is a podcast where we're going to be offering you a bit of a bluffer's guide to navigating everything that's going on, all of the films we're screening, and we're even going to offer a few hacks along the way, along with a few favorite films that we feel you shouldn't miss out on. And I'm here today with Lisa Kitching, uh, one of my good friends. Lisa, it's been a while since I've seen you. Uh, are you excited for the festival? Felix, I'm so excited to be back at the festival. I'm excited to be in a cinema. I'm excited for people to see the program. I can't believe that, you know, six weeks ago, we probably didn't think we'd be in the cinemas. And here we are. I'm very excited. Absolutely. Me too. I've been falling in some bad habits, though, at home with what I've been watching, relying on the remote a little bit. Do you have any uh, tips for people coming back into the cinema to reacclimatize? To that cinematic experience. I just think it's about giving yourself over to the cinema experience and remembering the joy of that two or three hours, sometimes even longer, where you just give in to the film. You're not distracted by your phone. You're not distracted by other people talking or eating or, you know, pressing the pause button while you go and do something. You just give in to the experience. And that's what makes cinema so wonderful. Absolutely. I can't wait to get back into the beautiful theatres as well, like the State Theatre, the wonderfully large George Street Cinema to watch something on the big screen. Now, Lisa, we've put together this uh, podcast series with a number of the programmers from the festival. Uh, What can we expect from it? Well, Felix, usually I'm in an open plan office and I'm listening to all the programmers talk about the great films I should see. Sometimes there's some spoilers there, but I get a really good brief. And then I can go out and tell everyone I know what they should see at the festival. And I can't tell you how many people ask me for my tips. So I thought, considering we're all still working from home, we should do this the modern way and do a podcast and get all those wonderful programmers into the room and get them to spill the beans on the best picks. Absolutely. I've really been missing the office chats and the sneaky tips from you know, people with much more film experience than me. And I have to say, I've had a little peek at some of the episodes we've got coming up and I can't wait to hear what Jenny has to say about the documentaries and Nishen's Bluffer's Guide to the Competition at the State. I think it should be very helpful for people kind of looking for what they should pick out of the program, maybe a little bit lost. It can be pretty daunting coming to a spread with over 200 films and picking out the right ones. Yeah, I mean, we haven't got every programmer on board for the podcast this time around, but I think you'll get a bit of a glimpse into some of the special films, the films you don't think of, and we've even included family and horror. And I think they're areas that people don't think about much when they think about a film festival. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what they have to say because that's not an area I ever go down to. I have to say I'm a big horror fan myself, but I haven't delved too heavily into the family program. I've got some younger cousins and nephews and nieces that I might want to take some movies. So I can't wait to listen to that podcast in particular. Now, Lisa, it's a pretty big program. Do you reckon you could give us a little bit of an overview of the different sections of the program? Yeah, sure. So I'd like to think that there's something for almost everyone who can sit in front of a screen for more than 10 minutes, really, even 10 minutes because there's some short films too. So we've got the family program, which really is for anyone from three till about 14, 15, but as a Our family programmer, Catherine Rogers, will tell you anyone can enjoy some of those films. And then we have, you know, documentary. And now there's a documentary for everyone. It doesn't matter what your kind of interests are, whether they're environmental, whether they're world travel, whether they're those really small stories about, you know, a social worker working for docs in um, Western Sydney. There's a documentary to kind of give you what you want. 
And then there's the official competition, uh, which Nishen is going to tell us all about. And uh, they are the kind of the most audacious films around. And that's amazing program he's got for this year. And then there's lots of other features. There's some romantic comedies. There's something for everyone. But we also have a couple of little ones that people don't know about. We have a screenability program, which is filmmakers uh, with a disability in one of the key creative roles have made some wonderful films, both uh, short films from Screen New South Wales support and also some international films. So they're really interesting to go and have a look at. And I'd recommend people try something that they might not necessarily usually go to. Absolutely. I agree. And the beauty of a festival like this is there's such a cohesive programming team that you really can't go wrong. There's just about something for everyone. But even if you jump out of your comfort zone, I always find there's hidden gems that I might not have checked out that always take me by surprise and find their way firmly planted into my favorite films of the festival. Yeah. And we have a program called Flux, which is about those films that aren't just film. They're kind of an art video installation experience at the same time. So there is something for absolutely everyone. Absolutely. I have to say as well, ever since Flux got introduced as a program, it's just always taken me by surprise. There's something great in there every single time. So I do highly recommend personally, go and give it a go. And whilst we shouldn't have favourites and we shouldn't be recommending any, there is a film that has an interactive component on it and you'll need to have a phone and an app and you get to control the story. So that's called Crossing Paths. So that's kind of a new area for the festival. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that. That sounds like a nice way to transition back from the couch into the cinema, you know, phone in hand. (laughs) Well, Lisa, it's been lovely catching up and I just can't wait to see you in the cinema. For everyone at home, please keep listening to this podcast. You'll get all of the inside gossip on the program, how we choose the films, a couple of recommendations, but it's much more than that. It's also going to help you learn how we navigate the festival and hopefully we can impart some good tips onto you. I'll see you at the cinema. Let's catch a film together. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's get out there. See you at the festival. In our next episode... Film writer Richard Kuypers sits down with festival director Nishen Moodley for a festival director's guide to the official competition. You've been listening to Keeping It Real with Sydney Film Festival. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to find out more about any of our films or buy tickets, head to sff.org.au and I'll see you at the movies.